0: Now there is one word that is consistent in every single one of those definitions, and no, it's not the word something. Before you say before you say it, I was like,
1: <laughs> "All right, what bullshit word can <laughs> I pick I out of here?" <laughs> I knew you would be looking for one. She's gonna be like, uh, "Is kidding. it or?" <laughs> Hello, hello, hello. Hey, everyone. How you doing? Me or everyone? Well,
0: everyone can't answer <laughs> me, unfortunately. <laughs> so, I mean, I wanna know how you're doing as well, everybody listening, um, but um, I think it probably makes a little more sense to ask that to the person who can actually respond. <laughs> I mean, I could be wrong, I mean.
1: Makes sense. <laughs> Since when do we make sense?
0: Logic. <laughs> <laughs> I scoff at your logic. <laughs> <laughs> how are you today? <laughs> <laughs> Obviously
1: a little silly. <laughs> there is nothing wrong with that. I'm and nothing, always down for a bit of silly. There is nothing different about that. <laughs> <laughs> silly and weird.
0: That's me. Silly and weird. That's, yeah. That's like, I wonder if that, that's going to end up being our nicknames, isn't it? Like silly and weird.
1: Like silly and weird. <gasps> or is it, I mean, silly and weird. I mean, Interchangeable. Yeah I, yeah. I mean, we could go both ways. I mean. Who knows? We Who need knows? it. We, ooh, let's like, like, Benefit it. Like, let's create like a nickname, like a, ooh, Swearly like, or Willy. Oh, well, no, that's actually. Right. <laughs> let's, right, well, that. let's, let's, let's discuss this off camera right? and we're going to come <laughs> back with a really, really, really cool name or we're both going to squirrel forget this ever happened. And probably the latter, if I'm being honest. But I mean, <laughs> if you really care, throw a comment in and we'll make sure we get it. We'll come to back it. to it. <laughs> So,
0: how are you doing today? Oh my god. Uh, It's been, I know, it's been like, it's been really like busy for us recently. we're, uh, We're currently helping out, we've got a... A local organisation. I we've mentioned them uh, beforehand, called Queer Keys, which is a an LGBTQIA plus um, a non profit down here in the Keys that we've both been helping to um, acquire inf- um, donations for the sign auction for their coming out party, their fundraising event. They've got. Uh, well, it's actually probably going to already have already have happened when this goes to the, uh, this way. This goes live, um,
1: but it's been busy. Like we've been we've been calling everybody. It's been busy, but it's been so exciting. Oh, it's, it's like so fun. Yeah. And just, I mean, the organization itself is amazing, right. and this fu- specific fundraiser is for their youth program, which makes it even. I mean, for the kids, like. <laughs> and
0: I don't know. Really, I don't know really you even know this yet. Spoiler alert! Um, but they're actually going to be announcing at the event their intention to create a fully resourced yes. LGBTQIA plus. Community center yeah. down here in the Keys for all ages. All ages. So it's like the youth program is where they're starting because they really need the support more than anything. But I'm
1: so excited to see what they create down here. Me too. I did. I, I was aware of that. And it's been like this little nugget of information. Like I don't want to tell anybody because I don't want to like. Let the cat out the bag. <laughs> yeah. I don't want it to. I don't mean let it, Larry out the bag. God, now I feel like I need to make a meme of him jumping out of the bag. Oh. You're welcome. Yes. (laughs) Are are you saying you're welcome to me or to the viewers? Yes, to everybody. (laughs) Yeah. All the
0: things. So... Today we are doing like Larry Quickie's fundraising and all the weirdness aside. Today we're doing the second episode in our self worth series, and um, this is, I'm just I'm just really delighted that we're finally recording this because this has been in the works for quite a long time. And today we're going to be talking about the link between self worth and self care, um, because. This is something that is often, um, I think people don't realize the connection between the two and how closely linked they are. Um, and I think a lot of that is because people don't really recognize or understand what self-care really is. Um, so and part of the reason for that is because it's been commodified and commercialized over the past 10 to 20 years specifically. It's before that as well, but
1: it's a real buzzword oh, right goodness.
0: now and everybody's like I'm a self-care,
1: self-care. like self-care like, Self <laughs> and care. it's with that tone too. It's, it's like, like self-care it's like no self-care have like, a
0: candle like, yeah.
1: self-care. self-care have a bubble bath no right. it's self-care drink a fucking glass of water right
0: <laughs> It always reminds me there was this, uh, there was this, um, uh, I think there was a comedian. I can't remember which comedian is, is who talks about going to like a spa and how they always have a picture of a pebble on the wall. I think it's Rod Gilbert. He's a Welsh uh, comedian. Talks about how you're meant to be going to, and it's all the lovely sounding voices, and there's a picture of a pebble on the
1: wall. (laughs) It's like or or a dock, a dock leading into nothingness. Oh yes, yeah, yeah, absolutely. There's all of these things, and. Thing, that doc is not self-care.
0: Not <laughs> unless either. you are sitting on it. <laughs> <laughs> and that feels like self-care to you. And it's yes. the thing. Like self-care is different for everybody. Mm-hmm. It's so easy for people to be... I think a lot of people come to us because they know that we we help people with self-care and they expect us to go, right, your
1: self-care formula is... First do this, second do this,
0: third do this, fourth.
1: And that's not how it works. Like, or, or just the definitives of it's this, 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 and this because it could be this, 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 and this or it could be a million other things. I mean, and, that, 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 and that. And <laughs> what is this, this, and this for Claire is not this, this, and this for me or it is on a Tuesday, but on Wednesday, none of that resonates. So yeah. we need to get ourselves out of these bubbles of um, absoluteness with it. And also out of the conditioning of believing that self-care
0: is something that takes money self-care is something you can buy now are there things that you can buy that can help you with your self-care yes but that's not it I felt like you were
1: about to say something yeah well and also when you said that you know that you it's something that has to cost money but also the fact that you know we're we're showing the link between self-care and self-worth is that a lot of times the uh, some well some of the times the things that you spend money on that feel like a splurge or a treat or a pamper are part of self-care. I'll get into it a little bit later, but I've had Mm -hmm. that experience with massages, changing it from a nice little pampering treat to that's actually part of my preventative wellness. Like that is like a medical thing that I do To support your body physically. To support my body physically. Well, and
0: and interestingly enough, on the flip side of that, there's a bunch of stuff that we don't, that we may buy or spend money on that has nothing to do with our self-care. We're doing it to feel momentarily better, but it's actually a really poor strategy to try to get a bunch of our needs met. Mm -hmm. So what is self-care? Like, what is it really? Let's boil it down to its essentials. And at its essentials, self-care is actually nothing more than taking a little time to meet one or more of your universal needs. I'm gonna say that again. Self care is nothing more than taking a little time to meet one or more of your universal needs. So, what self care is not? It is not an indulgence. Self care is not something to do when you have the time and what i mean by that is i mean of course if you have time you want to do some self-care that's fine it's not something that you wait for a free moment before you do self-care free moments don't Don't exist like i was talking to someone about it literally this week I'm like you have to make time for the things that are important because otherwise time gets filled with like it's a little bit like um like time is like a suitcase um (laughs) I am Continue. going. I am going somewhere with this. In that, it will whatever you have will expand to fill the space available. So it's like if you have if you were taking a massive suitcase away, chances are you'll fill a massive
1: suitcase. Mm-hmm. If you only have a tiny suitcase, chances are you'll only fill a tiny suitcase. Well, in the amount of bullshit that goes into that large suitcase right. so that like, you don't actually need. Oh, I didn't need my prom dress from high school. <laughs> well, I just wanted to have it to be prepared just in case. I didn't need 27
0: pairs of underwear for two nights away. I mean, maybe you do. Who knows? I'm no judgment if you do. But like, that's my. That's the thing. It's like mm-hmm. have no so much stuff in there that's not necessary, or it's not the priorities and not the important things. And the same thing is true with time. It's like, look, like. At, like uh, it's like people say the same thing with like work will expand to fill the time available. If you only have two hours to get something done, chances are you'll get it done in two hours. If you have six hours, you might do the same amount of work in six hours, but just be less productive and really feel frustrated, or maybe do other things and get distracted among amongst, uh, amongst the time in between. So it's not something to do when you have the time, when time just magically appears and you have a oh look. I have spare ten minutes. Like that doesn't tend to happen very often. As I say,
1: if you have the formula for that, oh yeah, <laughs> please let, let us, us know. know.
0: <laughs> Absolutely, <laughs> self care is also not something to do as a reward. If you go back to our previous episode, remember self worth means that you are worthy simply because you exist. Self-worth means you are worthy of having your needs met simply because you exist, which means that because self-care is meeting our needs, it is not a reward for doing something well. It is not a reward for achieving something or killing yourself on the treadmill or working all hours God (laughs) sends for three three
1: weeks. (laughs) And you said it's not a reward for... You know, being on the treadmill, I can only think of all of the times that I've done um, self-care of physical activity, like working out. Mm -hmm. And then my reward for working out was like, oh, I don't have to feel guilty about eating this pint of Ben and Jerry's. Right. (laughs) (laughs) It's Yeah. I mean... (laughs) Sorry, I just counterproductive yeah. in my head. Like,
0: that's how we, like, that's, yeah, that's it's the trade-offs it was that we a make. reward for. And it. the interesting thing is, is, like, is, a, is the pint of Ben and Jerry's meeting your needs? Sometimes it is, in which case, just let that be the thing that you're doing to meet your needs. Sometimes it isn't. Actually, there's something else that's going to meet my needs better, in which case, do the thing that's going to meet your needs better. Um, the other thing that self-care is not, is not a nice-to-have. I mean, it is. I mean, and it's not, it's, it's not a nice-to-have because it's essential. Mm. that's the thing is that when we i remember we, we talked when i we start talking about needs in the program and i remember when i first started looking into needs i went to um uh the merriam webster dictionary um, um because i wanted to understand what a need was how do you define a need um and it was interesting because if you ask somebody what a need is they know like you feel it like you can understand you know like in your body your body knows what a need is but trying to put that into words is actually something that can be a little challenging for people so I'm like you know what I'm going to do I'm gonna do what I normally do in these situations I'm gonna go to the dictionary I'll see what the dictionary says and then if I think that that definition requires a little tweaking I'll do that myself Um, and so to better understand what self-care is we need to better understand what a need is. So let's look at these dictionary definitions. So there were three definitions that I found. The first is, the first is a situation in which someone or something must do or have something. The second is, I'm just reading these off the screen so I get it right, uh, something a person must have, something is needed in order to live or succeed or to be happy. And the third is a strong feeling that you must have or do something. Now there is one word that is consistent in every single one of those definitions. And no it's not the word something before you say before you say it.
1: I was like, all right, what bullshit <laughs> word can
0: I pick I out of here? <laughs> I knew you would be looking for one. She's gonna be like, uh Is it or
1: <laughs> <laughs> I
0: was gonna go uh but no or
1: yeah.
0: yeah or. I A's in all of them, or's in all of them, something is, is it, it or them? sorry, is it or no, it's not. You know
1: full well what the, the word is. <laughs> is it must?
0: Oh my goodness, how did you guess? Uh,
1: yes. It's on the screen. <laughs> <laughs> so the
0: common word, the important common word, let's say it that way, the important <laughs> common word in every single one of those definitions is the word must. And that is, needs are musts. Now, they might be musts for different things. So depending where on the universal needs tree we're talking, like if we're in the survival needs in the roots of the tree, that's a must for survival. If we're on the trunk of the tree and we're talking about our inter- intrinsic needs, our internal well-being, that's a must for our internal well-being. So they're musts for different things. Um, the musts in the branches are for expansion. The, the, it's a must in order for, to have that enrichment in the leaves and the fruit of the tree. So um, they are musts for different things, but ultimately they are all musts. So as self-care is about meeting your universal needs, and meeting your needs is a must, self-care is also a must, which is why it's not a nice-to-have, I mean... It is nice that we have it, but it is not that's, just nice to have. That's more what I meant, but right. I'm glad you corrected it in that moment because I think a lot of people, you know... Yeah, oh, it's nice. It, like, self-care is nice to have if I, mm-hmm. can, if I can get to it. No, so, no, 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 no. Nice to have is way down the street. First and foremost, self-care is a must. Once we do our self-care, we might feel that it's nice that we've done that self-care for ourselves, but the sequence here is what's important. First and foremost, self-care is a must one more time once again self-care is a must self-care is a must meeting our needs a must self-care is simply meeting our needs
1: well i think that one of the reasons why a lot of people think more on the nice to have type of line of thinking is because of what people think self-care actually is oh yeah and they're thinking you know bubble baths massages mani pedis vacations things that you know lighting the candle and sometimes it can be these things we're not saying that it can't be these things but you know when you see um you're scrolling through social media like take a bubble bath like yeah that that can be nice and relaxing and sometimes that could be just a pain in the ass. Like, and that doesn't meet your needs. Right. <laughs> like Absolutely. it actually it actually compromises your needs because that's not what you need to be focusing on. But if you're like, nope, self-care, gotta take a bubble bath. Right. Like <laughs> right. it doesn't always look that way. And some people can't stand taking baths.
0: Yes. In which case it's not meeting your needs. In which case it's not self-care. And some people aren't
1: able to. To take right. baths, exactly. so there has to be other ways to meet those needs, right? right? Yeah, absolutely. So we wanted to give some examples of what self care can look like, which people aren't always aware of. Aware of mm-hmm. um, drinking water, drink, um, getting rest, like rest in all of its forms, whether that's napping, just closing your eyes, taking a moment to pause. All of that is just rest your being, getting rest your nights. body. Yeah rest, mm-hmm. taking a moment to just relax. And then the same thing, like a moment like, can be. Oh, I felt my whole body, oh. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> just as you said that. <laughs> it can be a moment of a second, a moment of a couple of minutes. It could be a moment of a day, like mm-hmm. today is my moment to relax. Right, absolutely. Eating something that nourishes us. Um, mm-hmm. or eating something that we want to for the wholeness aspect. We don't go into um, the um, the top layers of the tree quite yes we, we we tend to because it's so important because the
0: roots and the trunk of the tree tend to be the needs that are most neglected they're also the needs that make the biggest difference when we're working with people in the program we start off with the needs one to seven which is the roots and the trunk of the tree now um, wholeness sits in the leaves and the fruit of the tree but sometimes it's but it is rec- important to recognize that sometimes our wholeness need is, is where there's a lot of stuff that sits in wholeness and I'm not going to go into it because we will go down the rabbit hole if I do today but one of the things that sits in there is balance like we need to make sure that we're allowing all of the aspects of ourselves and so often people think oh self-care meeting needs must eat salad Um, self-care meeting needs must eat smoothie like like they think there's certain things that we think we must have and those are the only ways that we can be doing real Mm self-care when it comes to consuming stuff self-care oh chocolate means bad exactly because so often we've been conditioned to believe that and sometimes actually our wholeness need is just like we want a bit of balance yeah, I've genuine. Generally speaking, I've 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 eaten stuff that's going to be nourishing for my body. today. now I just want something for that balance of it. So, and again, the, there's there's a there's a lot of nuance to this. So, um, don't don't be going. I said I can eat chocolate today. Um, so it's <laughs> because like, I want to because it meets my needs to do so. And yes, sometimes it does. You have to understand all the other layers of the needs as well. But it is important to recognise that eating something nourishing can be um, meeting needs, and sometimes eating something that isn't nourishing can also meet our needs once we understand um, some of the nuance
1: under, underneath it. Thank you for going a little deeper into that one. Um, some other examples of the like self care mm-hmm. that we don't always identify with saying no, like yes. the act of No. Yes. Yes. No. Yes. No. yes. Oh,
0: no. Oh, yes.
1: Oh, no.
0: Oh, yes. <laughs> okay. you, start, I, you don't. You guys don't have Churchill
1: Insurance over here, do you? No. Do you have the Kool-Aid man over there? No. Well, that's what I'm doing. We're both doing. We're both oh, like, quoting different. <laughs>
0: that's hilarious. So in, we have a, there's a um, Churchill Insurance and there's like a British bulldog that sits and he goes, oh, no, 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 no,
1: like that. Uh, <laughs> so like when you're like, no, 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 no. Like, and then he goes, oh, yes. Right at the end. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Well, it's actually, we were talking about a cartoon and it's where it kind of stems from from but the Kool-Aid man would burst through walls, he'd like a big glass jug of Kool-Aid with like swash sloshy Kool-Aid in it, and he'd break through the wall during the commercial and he'd be like, Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then like there's a joke, a running joke, it's like, Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> so yes to yes. saying no. Yes to saying no. And we are in the midst of a tropical storm. So, yay! That, if you're
0: wondering what that sound is, that will be the 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 rain hammering hammering down outside. So, um yeah, we're gonna Self-care, continue. Self care
1: sometimes just taking a moment to listen to, to the listen rain. to the rain.
0: Or. It can be taking a moment to go dance in the rain, which we have done in the
1: backyard here yes. in the middle of a tropical storm, which is kind of cool. It, kinda it's fun, fun but uh, it also results in a drowned rat type of look, which is yeah. fine, but it's just not fun to sit in. <laughs> and it's probably not the best look for our podcast. Yeah. Just saying.
0: Like, I mean, maybe. Who knows? We may do a Drown Rap podcast at some sometime. But anyway, <laughs> all right, saying yes to saying no. Saying yes to Sa- say. Saying no is such an important way of, like, it's such a huge part of self-care. And people don't realizing it, that by saying no to the request, to somebody else, to we get to say yes to ourselves it's powerful we get to say yes to the things that are going to meet our needs we get to say yes to rest we get to say yes to taking time to put together a meal that feels nourishing and nutritional to us we get to say yes to going and dancing in the rain because we're not because we've said no to this other thing like whatever it is by saying no to other people and sometimes saying no to ourselves like oh i can just push through i can uh, i can do this next email just going no stop
1: mm-hmm.
0: rest so saying no is a powerful
1: way of doing self-care. Yeah, it's kind of interesting. You, it, it's no seems like a negative in a lot of situations. It's not. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, no. no, it's not a
0: negative. <laughs> it can sometimes be one of the most constructive things you can mm-hmm.
1: do, and that's that. It, it's so powerful. It is. Um, some more examples, getting some fresh air, just going, like simply just going outside and taking a breath of fresh air. A single breath can make a significant change. Well, and
0: as we, you may know from watching some of our previous episodes, taking deep breaths is one of the things that actually can stimulate and um, uh, tone the vagus nerve, which as we know is responsible for the rest and digest. It can lower our heart rate. It can um, reduce our cortisol, which is known as a stress hormone. So literally taking it like so funny because as you're going through these examples like you said take a moment to relax and I was like oh and then you said take getting some fresh air and I was like taking a deep breath it's so interesting like, just these little reminders as we're doing these
1: as we're going through these reminders I'm like oh yeah that would feel really good to do now that would meet my needs right now it's kind of fun well I'm gonna ask you to keep your butt in the seat for the next ones because I don't need you wandering off <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> No fun. not do anything like we If we weren't that. filming a podcast, you could take a short break. I could. I mean, you could actually take a short break right now, because it could simply be, all okay. right. Yes. <laughs> Creep. It's she's like, in my
0: head. It's nice and cozy, so warm in here. It's like Every time she's, up, she's like, get out of my head. Get I'm like, out. no, it's snuggly, warm and cozy in here. I'm hanging out. Um, you can... S- <laughs>
1: I'm moving on. <laughs> you can Are you stre- taking a short break? <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing something. Oh
0: my God. Um,
1: you can stretch. You can stretch sitting. You can stretch standing. You can do a full-on yoga practice or you can just put an arm out and be like, oh, that
0: actually... Yeah,
1: like, that, that sounds felt good.
0: Literally, I'm like, like, stretching my neck as you're saying this. I'm like, oh, yeah. I'm loving this episode. <laughs> you could watch some
1: Netflix or a movie like... I'm off. Wait. No. Oh, you... Kept... <laughs> Come back here. Pull you by your headphone cord. Um, A lot of times I think, I I mean, I know I've been guilty of this. Like you get into the Netflix binge and it's like, oh, I've wasted so much time. Or like we think of all the things we could have been doing. And sometimes it's just like, that's what I need is to just dive in and be like, "I, I am in this show and immerse myself in it. The thing about it is, is sometimes what it does, it gives our brains a break.
0: That too. It gives us a moment to step out of the things that we're worrying on, or the things that we've got to do, or the things. And so sometimes it can meet our needs to do this. And mm-hmm. so often we, as, as Serena says, we guilt ourselves doing this, like no, we shouldn't be doing this, like. And actually, sometimes it does meet our needs. And this is why understanding what the needs are and the ways of meeting our needs that are going to be green ways, because this is the thing: is that people are like, oh yeah, Netflix, that's a red spectrum way of meeting needs, right? And I'm like, well, it depends what need, mm-hmm. depends what situation. Because Netflix in some occasions can be a green spectrum way of meeting needs. And even binging on Netflix can sometimes be a green spectrum way of meeting needs. It isn't as simple as people think it is. And so it's, this is the reason it helps to be like, oh, this is what this need is. This is what this need is. This is what this is yeah this meets this need in this way oh actually no that doesn't meet the. that's not really meeting my need I, I had a couple of instances this week where um, uh, very much like social media like social media I was like oh uh, no this is not meeting my needs mm-hmm. <laughs> putting the phone down <laughs> going to do something else and it's interesting because there are and there are times when it does meet my needs because I'm looking to connect with people who are maybe I'm not close to because um, I'm in the US right now and I've got a lot of people that I love who are in Europe for example wow that rain is coming down today like um like actually it's really funny because one of the things that used to meet my needs a lot I used to listen to the sound like like um tracks which was like the sound of rainfall like thunderstorms or um uh things that were um sorry I've just realized that somebody's out back right
1: yeah I I I was like oh hello
0: um somebody in the backyard it's okay they're allowed to be there it's not like I've got some strangers just walking around in the backyard right now I think they're actually collecting mangoes because we have the mango tree out back and it's dropping a lot of fruit, especially when the rain comes Mm -hmm. down like this. Um,
1: So anyway. Um, I also (laughs) want to mention it's kind of tagging on to the Netflix and the movie. Um, it also allows you to be in creator. And I've done this actually before I even met Claire, but never really realized what I was doing. I tend to um, put on cartoons a lot now because it allows me to, A, tune out sometimes and it's just good background noise. But a lot of times it's to help create what I want. I want to, like I might be in kind of a funky mood and it's like, actually I want some laughter. I want some joy. Yes. I want some of this. So I put something on and it, it, helps to te- it helps me to help cultivate that feeling within myself because it's hard to switch if you're like in a shit mood right. to be like <laughs> like yeah that's how it would come out so to like kinda-
0: it's a tool that you can use for that um it's funny actually because i've done uh, uh with the yogic practice that i do there's one of the practices that um that is they do a little bit of um uh, laughter yoga um and it's funny like because that. you're in the middle of it like and it, it wasn't something i realized because. I pay to do um, yoga with um, somebody who has the lineage, um, doing whatever I can to decolonize my practice as much as I can. Um, And I didn't realize that was a part of that tradition. And so, um, but it's funny because like, you're in the middle of your yoga practice, which is normally like very peaceful and very serene and very calm and what have you. And then all of a sudden he's he's like, well, okay, just, just start laughing. And the funny thing is, is that he then starts laughing and I find myself laughing at the fact that, like, initially it does feel a little bit forced, but before you know it, you're actually laughing genuinely and it's like, how did I get here? I don't care, this works, it's fun,
1: and it's meeting my needs. I'd be afraid that I'd get into a giggle fit. I get into these giggle fits (laughs) where I start crying, I can't breathe, and (laughs) it goes from funny to uh, worrisome (laughs) "Ah!" pretty quickly. (laughs) Get the oxygen! (laughs) Right. Oh, my goodness. Um, With the rain falling, it actually seems quite appropriate. Another um, way for self-care is showering, like... Mm -hmm. I, this is another one sometimes i feel like showering is the big, most cumbersome thing in the world and i'm like i i just can't i can't even be bothered to do yep. it and sometimes it is the most cleansing on many levels in relaxing and just caring thing i can do for myself to just wash away
0: everything it's interesting actually because i saw a post the other day and i've seen this post several times i actually think i need to do a, a new version of it cuz i've seen it several times and every time i've seen it i'm like mm mm yes and Um, there's a post about um, tips for dealing with depression and there's a whole load of them there's like like there's a bunch of different ones ones like shower versus bath um like reach out to a friend there's a lot of different ones in there and that's one of the reasons that I feel like I want to redo it because I can see that and I'm like yeah and sometimes just doing one of those things can feel overwhelming trying to make a decision about any of those things could feel overwhelming In from that space so it's like you don't have to do all of these things just pick one of them that feels doable that you've got the capacity for for where you're at and start there um, and one of the things that I think it said in that post was um, like for example showering they say shower rather than a bath because it helps to kind of like move the energy through it feels clearing and cleansing as opposed to a bath kind of just sitting in it um, like it's supposed to be better for depression but one of the said is that in there is that um you don't even need to clean yourself Mm -hmm. like you can just stand in the shower if that's all you've got the capacity for and just feel the water moving over you that's enough so it's like again depending on the circumstances like sometimes i take a shower because i'm like i gotta get this energy of the day off me and i want to wash my hair and i want to wish wash my entire body i want to get it off have it all drip drip and disappear down the drain that meets my needs. And then somebody else who maybe is experiencing depression, actually, all that meets their needs is just to get in the shower and stand under it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Both valid, both self-care.
1: Depending both on the situ- Both work, exactly, depending on the circumstances. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, connecting with a friend. Just simply connecting. Mm-hmm. Like, and it doesn't have to, this is something that I struggled with when I first um, started doing the work, is I used to be, I have to be all in or I'm out. Mm -hmm. And I'm still working on that. But connecting with a friend, I needed to put aside the time to really connect with them in the way that I wanted to. And what would happen is, you know, something would come up or there wouldn't be enough time. And I didn't feel like it was going to be as good of a connection as it needed to be. So I wouldn't connect. And then it would go further along. And I'd feel... So you feel like you need more
0: time to connect even better because of all the time that's passed. I have a friend who's... I mean, obviously... I have a friend who's like this I have another friend who's like this who's like I really want to like really connect mm-hmm. and so I don't have the time so I'm not so I don't message and then before I know it has been three months and then I feel like I need you more time which I still don't have so I still don't connect so then it's six months and then it's 12 months and it's like
1: i might like, just send an emoji then that's the power of just an emoji or mm-hmm. hey it's been really busy I'm thinking of you just want to send you some love like you can connect and if they come back and they you know you don't have the time or the capacity you can be like I really do want to connect when you know I'm in a better space or have the time or whatever it yeah. is. I just wanted you to know you're on my mind, right. and that in itself would feel like when that met my needs and I do that, it's like, oh, okay, it wasn't necessarily like I'd love to have these long, in-depth conversations and really connect, but just knowing that they know mm-hmm. they're on my mind, right met that need for me right. Um, Spending time with pets and animals. I mean, you'd hear about Larry. I also have two sugar gliders. Who's Larry? Larry? Well, I was going to (laughs) say, I have two other pets. Um, I have my little nugget and uh, Wren. So uh, I do have two sugar gliders, but Larry is... They're super cute. They're super cute, but Larry's so fucking cool. (laughs) True story. And it wasn't really until Larry came into my life that I realized how... How... Connecting with him met my needs and right. how just like hugging, hugging your animal or mm-hmm. being in their presence, being in presence with animals outside in nature, like right, that's self care. Mm-hmm. Um, one that resonates with a lot of people and was the first self care thing that really clicked with me. And I was like,
0: this was a mind blown moment for Serena. And when you find out what it is, I mean, you're going to be like, what?
1: I I want you to take that feeling and then apply it to yourself and (laughs) tell me that you don't do this because this is the one thing beyond anything that we teach or we put out there I comment on this most with people like just random of people and it's going pee when you first need to not sitting cross-legged not waiting till you finish the
0: email not waiting until the break going when you first need to go and it's amazing how many people who like we've had this conversation with and we're like we might just have a casual conversation about it like cuz it comes up in context mm-hmm. and then people are like look at me I'm going to the toilet cuz I first need it and it's like yeah you are good for you like it's like but people are so proud of themselves mm-hmm. cuz it's like something like oh my god I do that yeah
1: and I don't have to right you mean i don't have to hold it i don't have to you know like the your body isn't meant to hold that in, like it meant to just, get rid of it. Yeah. Like do as it as soon as possible. And you know, sometimes we need to be held accountable for it. Like there are times where, you know, Claire's giving me the nudge. She's like you said you had to go pee because I'd get distracted or <laughs> vice versa and it's like no, remember, or, go pee. Just yeah. Go pee, and then it's done. Then you've peed, and then you can move on, and you're not thinking about I have to so, pee. You're not, you know, like typing emails, going, oh my god, I've got. And then that quite often, that's what ends up happening with a lot
0: of these needs is that you wait until the last possible critical moment, like. I literally have to go now because I'm going to explode if I don't. Same thing with drinking water. How many people wait until they're gasping and thirsty? I mean, you'll notice if you're watching on the video, you will see me constantly as we are recording. I'm constantly drinking water because I've learned about proactively hydrating myself, not waiting until I'm gasping to have something. Same thing with food. How many people wait until like, oh my God, I'm absolutely ravenous now. Now I'm like, I'm like, and it's like, and then we want something quick, we want something simple, and we don't necessarily make the best food choices in that situation. We eat more than we actually need because we feel so hungry. We're trying to fill
1: that void. It compounds and it can actually uproot your other needs. Yeah. Like I know just holding, holding pee, which just sounds weird to say that. Like how can I put this eloquently? We're talking about we pee. Yeah. We're talking about pee. It's all good. When you need to We're take a whiz. Yeah. <laughs> Um, where the fuck was I going with that? Um, oh, compounding, that, Compounding. Yeah, yeah, like it will, my body will start to tense up, so then it's affecting me physically, and then I'll start getting anxious, and it's like, well, I need to get this done quick, and I need to go pee, so then I am start whirling, and it's like, if I would Emergency just stress. get, me. right, right? Yeah. yeah, they're all, all like, red flag, like, Hello? red Hello? flag, Hello? red Hello? flag, red flag, all yeah. of a sudden I have a scarf, and I've pissed my pants, because I'm holding it, <laughs> like, you have a scarf made out of all the red flags Oh
0: I would I had lights going on in my I, I yeah. was on lights here but I mean that I mean <laughs>
1: <Did> <laughs> visual you of you just I know wrapping the scarf around my neck and a, sashaying it, off to the bathroom it, but it <laughs> was dripping. like yeah right <laughs> That hasn't happened just so I'm going to put that out there like at least not oh in recent God. memory where I can be like yes I've held it that long but I mean it's come it's come pretty damn, damn close. near close or it's like oh like you pull down your pants and it's like oh I'm going I hope I'm oh over the toilet god
0: oh, I love you so much <laughs> this is oh this is podcast gold right here today ladies if and I didn't know and my- not even all non binary folks and those who don't identify as either
1: <laughs> well and the thing is like this really just goes to show like how the knowing of my innate self-worth because even a year ago I wouldn't I wouldn't have imagined talking like I would have been so concerned what are people gonna think, think of me they're gonna right. think I'm weird they're gonna think I'm gro- you think whatever you want about me <laughs> like go for and it
0: because and, and because we've been in these
1: situations like we're sharing this
0: because this is our experience and it's the experience of so many people we've worked with so mm-hmm. many people we know and it's like yeah, this is not an unusual situation. All
1: those mamas, those mamas that have had the pressure of a baby sitting on their bladder and it never went back to how it was mm-hmm. prior to. Right. Go pee. Right. You're, go mamas pee. Mamas and other
0: people maybe who have been pregnant.
1: Yes. Or, I mean, yes. Yeah. It. Yes. It. Yeah it's so funny because I think of all the times I'm like just go and they're like no 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 we finished this and it's like and I say this is like, this is a fundamental of self care like go pee and they're right. like oh okay, oh, okay. <laughs>
0: yeah so um, I know you got some other examples yeah I do have some now that we've <laughs> we,
1: got, we got stuck on the pee for a bit but yeah, now we're back you know <laughs> fun topic to talk about. <laughs> um, but we're coming back with uh, one of my other favorite ones. You know, I love boundaries. Boundaries, 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 boundaries. Putting up... Ba- oh, we got more today. Normally we get three.
0: Normally it's boundaries, boundaries, boundaries with you. Well, we got extra today. I'm I am super jazzed about boundaries. Up boundaries.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Putting up a boundary is... It, 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 it's it's powerful. And it's chain, like it can change everything you can put up boundaries with yourself right you can put up boundaries with somebody else for me it was time boundaries like Mm -hmm. i have to set hard stops for things because i would i'd get too into something and it wouldn't be coming from a negative place we'd be working and it's like i have you know i need to get home by this time so i can make dinner and you know have the rest of the time that i need to meet my other needs right or and we'd get so into it all of a sudden it'd be like nine o'clock and it's like oh that idea went to shit and so now it's like all right, I have a hard stop today. Well, it's and, interesting because when, when we first started hanging out, you'd never heard of a hard stop before. Yeah, no.
0: Like, like you didn't know what a hard can, stop was? Yeah, she'd
1: be like, oh, I have a hard stop. I'm like,
0: she's like that's
1: when I'm done. And I'm like, oh, you can do that? You can tell me and, that you're going to be done.
0: And, and it's okay. And this is the thing is that some boundaries are negotiable and flexible and may, may change. Some are hard stops. Mm-hmm. Some are hard boundaries of like, actually, no, this, is, this, this one can't move. Um, so, this is what we and it was. I remember like th- that was one where like when you got that, you are like, "Oh my, like holy shit! Like this is this is incredible! I didn't know I could do this." And I think it's the interesting thing is is the reason the hard boundary resonated so much with you was because it was something you needed for yourself. Mm-hmm. It was a way of setting a boundary with yourself that was going to be a non-negotiable mm-hmm. that you knew you weren't going to compromise on. More so than it was setting a boundary with other people. I mean, it's a good communication tool with other people, so people know, mm-hmm. oh, this is a hard, but like this is this one's not shifting. But I think it was as much for you as it was for anyone
1: else. Oh, absolutely. And what it also did is it gave realistic expectations right up front because I start out my interaction being like, I have a hard stop at this time. So whoever i'm with knows that that is the hard stop it doesn't pop up five minutes before oh sorry i gotta stop yeah. we can plan or, around it or you hit that hard boundary, like oh gotta go and they're like wait what like yeah. we're in the middle of
0: something like <laughs> that communication tool is really helpful and in actual fact we were talking earlier about the power of setting no setting no saying saying no setting no interesting saying no is setting a boundary it's one of the reasons it's so important so important so powerful um and the reason we put it in there as a separate one is because often people don't realize that saying no is setting a boundary like mm-hmm. you can be like i'm going to set a boundary i'm going to set a time boundary i'm going to set a space boundary of like actually i'm not like if for example you may have um an autoimmune condition right now and because covid is still going on at the moment you may have a physical boundary of actually i'm not going to hug people that's a physical boundary you can have the uh, like or a space boundary you can have a Time boundary. You can have a capacity boundary of like actually, here's the, I've I've hit my I've hit my emotional capacity now. I I need to tap out for today. And saying no is another form of boundary. It's it's, boundaries are simple. We'll use uh, we use Brené Brown's definition of boundaries. Boundary is simply um telling uh, simply the difference between what's okay and what's not okay. Letting people know what's not okay. Setting yourself know what's not okay. And so setting that boundary, whether it's a time boundary, whether it's saying no, whether it's all these things, this is one of the best ways that you can self, you can engage with self-care. Because sometimes, as Serena said, actually you need to set these boundaries with yourself. Mm-hmm. I need to set a hard stop at this time so that I can make sure I get a nourishing dinner and I can make sure I can get to bed at a time that is going to support me and my other needs or actually I'm gonna set a boundary with this where I'm not gonna work this morning because I need to do the other things that are self cary I've been doing that recently, like actually, first thing, I need to make sure I'm doing my needs practice, I'm practicing yoga. I hadn't been practicing yoga for a while because I had some physical stuff going on. And it's like, no, that's really important to me, so I'm gonna set a boundary in that I'm not gonna work until I've done some kind of movement in the morning. It might be a couple of stretches, it might be um, uh, a massage therapist, has an incredible massage tool that we use like i might do a little bit of rolling out on my little massage tool whatever it is making sure that you set boundaries is your way of cultivating space and time in which you can often meet other
1: needs i Sorry. love boundaries boundaries
0: are boundaries are amazing
1: they really are amazing.
0: like amazing
1: it, it game changer. there's so many yeah. game changing things we change a lot of games on this <laughs> podcast. <laughs> but don't play any of them. Right? <laughs> right. Um, something that Clary brought up a little bit earlier that I want to kind of come back to is also social media. Mm-hmm. Social media as a means of self-care and there are two aspects to that. The first is engaging with it. Sometimes it meets our needs to engage with social media, engage in that connection in the community, in whatever it Whatever it is, sometimes it's it, it's just nice to scroll through and see pictures and maybe that's what you need is just a visual simulation. Or you're looking for some in- inspiration or you wanna mm-hmm. laugh or whatever, yeah. Right. The other way that it can be utilized for self care is switching off from it. Um some of you who may follow us on Facebook and are in our women's group may have noticed for a couple of months I wasn't on social media pretty much at all I had to dip out because that's what met my needs and Mm -hmm. that was okay I mean in a business situation I communicated with my partner I was like this is where I'm at this is what you know what I have to do we made sure it worked in a way that you know served us as both as much Mm -hmm. as it could with my need to step back from the social media aspect but now I'm back on and I was able to kind of curate what I wanted to see on my page and come back to it in a way that served me didn't deplete me and that actually met my needs and there are some days where I'm like you know what yeah I just no not today and that's switching off from social media
0: is setting a boundary
1: look at that <laughs> told you I love boundaries yeah <laughs> a lot of people really struggle with self-care and that's you know one of the most important things we're trying to get across. They feel guilty for doing it. They feel selfish for doing it. And in short, they don't feel worthy of it. They don't feel worthy of self-care. And a lot of people struggle to make time to prioritize to meet their universal needs because they need to be Because the need to be connected to their self worth is chronically unmet. Mm -hmm. So, if it's chronically unmet, you're not cultivating that kind of repetition that in the um, consistency. Yeah, that's the word. There we go. (laughs) That's needed to really make it a fulfilling practice. So, if you do get a little strike to the Mm
0: -hmm. confidence
1: or self, the internal self worth like Claire says with the star trek shields. Mm-hmm. You're not as impacted and you can refill and resource yourself quicker quicker. Right. So if you don't feel worthy of having your needs met, you're less likely to meet them. So we want to change that script, right? Absolutely.
0: And this is where we get to really the the crux of what we're talking about today, which is this link between self-care and self-worth, and there is a symbiotic relationship between your self-worth and your tendency to do self-care, and it can move in two directions. So the direction it tends to work, it tends to move for a lot of people right now is in a downward spiral, and what that means is that the lower your sense of self-worth, which tends to be quite low for a lot of people, is that I have not met, in the time I've been doing this work, I have not yet met anybody who has a consistently nourished and supported sense of self-worth I've been doing this quite some time now just saying Um, so what tends to happen is that the lower your sense of self-worth the less likely you are to do self-care because the less worthy of self-care you're going to feel and the less self-care you do the less worthy you feel of self-care because you're not getting self-care so the lower your self-worth gets, and the lower your self-worth gets, the less likely you are to do self-care, and the less likely to do self-care, the lower your self-worth gets, and onwards and onwards, and it's this kind of downward spiral. Now the core thing is, and the incredible thing about this that I didn't realise until a few years ago when this first kind of came to, came, to, um, came to light, is that that symbiotic relationship works in the other direction too. Which means that, even if you don't feel worthy of self-care, if you do a little self-care, don't have to do loads, you can just do a little bit, you are demonstrating that you are worthy of it because you are giving it to yourself. So the self-worth is going to, ooh, it's going to hit the pop shield, apparently. Um, the, the self-care, the self-worth is gonna improve a little bit. And the more your self impro- self-worth improves, the more your inclination to do self care is going to be. And you're probably going to do a little bit more self care. And the little bit more of self care you do, the little bit more your self worth improves. And again, upward. And there's this kind of upward spiral because the more you do self care, the more worthy you're going to feel of self care. The more worthy you're feeling of self care, the more you're going to do self care. The more you do self care, the more worthy you're going to feel. And up and up and up. It's going to go in the other direction in this upward spiral. And what this means is that you don't need to start off by feeling worthy of taking care of your needs, by taking care of your needs, you will actually start to increase your sense of worthiness of having them met. So you can start with the thing you can actually do something about because a lot of people are waiting around going, well, once I feel worthy of taking care of myself, I'm gonna do
1: it. It's like time doesn't just appear
0: oh i thought you meant like the suitcase analogy that we we did in a previous podcast episode i'm (laughs) like uh, okay say more (laughs) (laughs) tell me more about this um yes you're absolutely right doesn't just time doesn't just appear and self-worth doesn't just appear and a lot of time we're focusing on the feeling that oh we we need to feel self-worth that we have to start with feeling self-worth actually this is something we can do which will cultivate more of a sense of self-worth which is the thing that
1: is incredible I actually had an experience with this um in when I first started doing my needs practice ironically mm-hmm. um you when you go through the program you learn the process and you uh, learn the practice and you find a way of doing it that works for you and it was that initial like oh I have to I mean literally takes I mean I don't even think it takes 5 minutes most mornings for me mm-hmm. but at the beginning it was like oh I have to sit down I have to do it you know it was it was it, I have to do the practice.
0: It, it, I think the practice is a little bit like the first... I don't know whether anyone listening... Whether you, uh, the person who's listening to us right now... Uh, has ever learned to drive a stick a stick shift car. Which is that when you first start learning to drive a stick shift... You have to really focus on it. It's like, okay, so I'm on the gas. I'm off the gas. I'm on the clutch. I shift the gear. I'm off the clutch. I'm on the gas. Interestingly enough, I mainly drive a stick shift. I've been driving stick shift for the majority of my life. In fact, since I, I learned first learned with a stick shift and most of my cars have been stick shift cars, I still have to think about that process when I'm trying to break it down because now I do it automatically. But here's the thing. Initially, it takes some time and focus because we're not used to doing it. It's like, oh, what's the sequence? This, then that, then that, then that, then this. And the more we do that, the more we actually get into the habit of it and the more we build that that routine and that practice up. Until now, I drive a stick shift car, I never think about changing gear. I never think about the process at all because I've moved from having to think about it, what they call, um, uh, well depending on which uh, uh, unconscious competence Um, there are four levels of learning there is unconscious incompetence which is that we don't know what we don't know there's conscious incompetence which is we know we don't know something there's uh, conscious competence which is I know how to do this, but I have to think about it in order to be able to do it. And then the final step is unconscious competence, which is where we don't have to think about it anymore, but we're still able to do it. And once you get into a practice of doing something, that's when you build that uh, unconscious competence. And that's what we're going to get to. And sometimes when we get out of the habit of doing something, maybe we haven't driven a stick shift for 10 years. Sometimes we go back to conscious competence. We have to think about it again. Or we realize we've forgotten how to do it. So we're, re- we, we're conscious of the fact that we're incompetent again. So then we might move into, con- oh, okay, I'll to think about it, figure out how to do it again, and then we go back into it. And sometimes that can be true with the needs practice as well. Like we get to the point where we don't think about it. Like initially, it takes a little bit of time to figure it out and be like, Okay, and then we get to the point where it takes less than five minutes a morning just to do our practice. And then sometimes we may have periods of time where we fall out of the practice and we go, oh, hold on, I haven't been doing this again. I need to put some time and effort and focus back in to do it again
1: to get back into the, that incon- unconscious competence again. Well, speaking in the, you know, speaking of the practice, because the more I'm at my needs the more worthy I felt of having them met. Mm -hmm. And then the more excited I got about meeting my needs and the more I wanted to meet my needs. So the more I did my practice and the more I met my needs. So the more worth that I felt of having them, so the more because I was meeting my needs, the more I was feeling more worth of having them met, more worthy of having them met. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. That was a mouthful. Yeah. <laughs> so, the, and the more I did, the easier it got. The easier it became to do. It became a regular thing. It became natural, and it just became something that, I mean, the apprehension and the heaviness of oh, I have to do the practice was like oh, I'm, just, I'm doing just do my practice. practice like I brush my teeth, mm-hmm. like I wake right. up in the morning, in the really interesting thing was, is I actually saw it have an effect on Claire right. wanting to meet her needs more because she saw me doing the practice. And when I started the practice, I think you were doing it mentally. At the, you I don't believe you were... Yeah, I was
0: I was I wasn't doing it as consistently. I was doing I wasn't doing it every day. I think I was probably doing it like every other day uh, or something like that. But I think I think that there's there's a piece that's missing from how you're kind of relaying this. In a sense that you're sharing what happened, but you're really not sharing the energy that was present because that that was the thing that got me was like Serena was a little hesitant probably to do the practice because the ta- practice felt like work even though we come at it from a point of view
1: of making sure it doesn't feel like work but sometimes that can be a bit of a thing to unlearn well and it was a mental thing it's like oh one more thing yeah it could I mean if she had handed me an ice cream code would that have been one more thing probably not but really it was the same I mean it was it was one more thing to do yeah
0: and I remember when she that, that first that first like week or so that you started doing the practice there was this that like effervescent excitement of like of like and you would relate to me it's like oh, i do my practice in the morning and it made me realize there were all these things that i was doing and as i'm going throughout the day i'm getting bonus 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 and i'm getting on my knees now and then by the time i get to the end of the day i've done all my needs and i've done a bunch of bonuses i've got a bunch of ding and i'm like holy crap i forgot how great this thing is when we connect to
1: that <laughs> part of it I forget how great this thing is that I created.
0: <laughs> I know it's true. Like, <laughs> but it, when you get into the habit and to that practice of it, sometimes it's that conscious confidence. It's like, oh, hold on a second. I need to remind myself why I'm doing this. And it, it I got excited. I'm like, I want to do more to meet my needs too. Like because I was doing the practice, but I wasn't really connecting with all the bonuses and all the other things that I was doing throughout the day at that point in time because I had a lot going on. But watching Serena go through that and watching that excitement
1: in her. And how much energy it was giving her, because well, it all felt good. I mean, that's the whole point. It all felt, it, it all met my need, all, all met my needs. I, I was going to say it all felt good, but sometimes what met my needs was dropping into what didn't feel good to really process it. But on the other side of it, it released. always felt it always felt good on the other side because it was either releasing, it was processing, it was. Meeting the needs that were present, and what was really great was it,
0: it felt easeful. Yes, like the energy around it for you it wasn't like, oh god, this is hard, but this is something I need to do. It was like it was like, oh my god, this is so easy to me. I went, Oh my god, I've got so much energy. Oh my goodness, I'm
1: like, duh, 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 duh. I'm like, it was. The, oh, I want to do more of this too. Like it was the <laughs> arrow effect. Like I was hesitant, getting pulled back. I'm like, I got to do it. And once I got shot off, it was like just the <laughs> yeah, the pure energetic propulsion, propulsion, propulsion. <laughs> whatever yeah (laughs) uh Forward moving, motion. Forward. Yeah, <laughs> yes. I was gonna say, moving forward. Um, it was natural, it, was, it wasn't It was something that I had to create for myself anymore, even though I was in creator creating it for myself. It was really, it, I mean, even just talking about it. It's well, cool and to it was, about. what
0: happened was, is that you started and the doing of the practice gave you more energy, which gave you, like it built the momentum. The mm-hmm. momentum like picked up and picked up and picked up because it was like, hold on, I'm doing this thing. I feel good, I feel good. I wanna do more of this thing. I'm doing more of this thing. I'm feeling good. Like. I, I'm, I'm doing, I've got more energy. I've got my, oh my goodness, this is what it feels like to have your needs met. Oh my goodness. Like I've never experienced this before ever. <laughs> and I was like, uh-huh. And I'm like, I want to do more of it too now as well. <laughs> like like I was already doing some of it, but it, that it inspired me seeing you so excited about it and seeing how easeful it was and just the huge effect it had on your energy, your mood, your your mental health, mm-hmm. your physical health, your like I everything.
1: Mean, even my, um, she hates it when I call her my boss uh, because she is a good leader. Not uh, me, uh, not the, other no, one, no, no. the other one. The other one. She noticed it. I also hate it when she calls me her boss, but, yeah. you never called, but she
0: never calls me <laughs> her know. boss because we're partners. So. Yeah, <laughs> um,
1: but she was like, she's kind of like leaning in. But, you know, she knew I was going through the program and everything, but it was like, all right, something's different like, because I was showing up this? differently. Yeah. I was fulfill- I was doing my work better. I mean, everything was just improved. Yeah, and every everybody was seeing it. It was like, "What are you doing? Tell me
0: more." <laughs> like, even I'm like, "Tell me more about what you're doing." <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> oh, you're doing that thing I told you. Cool. Let's. I'll do that too. Like, I'll do more of that too. And that's the thing is, it just it built and it built and it built and it built. And the interesting thing is, it was the same for me. When I first, I do my practice, I'm like, oh my goodness, this feels incredible. Um, There was a period of time when I wasn't making time for my self-care. I was waiting for time for my self-care. And the reason I wasn't making time for my self-care was because my self-worth hadn't been cultivated. I'd not actually taken the time to nourish that need, to nourish that need relating to my self-worth. And as soon as I did, oh my goodness, I naturally wanted to do more self-care. So the more I recognized I was worthy of having my needs met, the more self-care I wanted to do, the more self-care I did, the better I felt, the more worthy I felt, the more I wanted to, I mean, it was just that, that ping, 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 ping. And like that, that um, upward spiral was incredible to experience that, the shift between where I was and, where I got to and how easefully I could move between those two positions.
1: I was waiting for you to ask if there was anything else before we closed up because I have something and I was about to jump the gun (gasps) on it.
0: Stop, 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 stop. (laughs) So I think that's probably all we have time for today. Is there anything you'd like to
1: add before we finish up? Actually, I would. <laughs> wow, cool, share. <laughs> sure. Now I'm so far ahead of it, I'm like, I got it, I got it. I got something new. <laughs> um, I had mentioned a little bit earlier that um, I would circle back to it, so I wanted to make sure I came through on that, which is what we look at as self-care, things like bubble baths, massages, in thinking that they are a pampering, that they're not necessary. and it's not necessary in all cir- circumstances and um, I realize like I said before there's a lot of privilege in the fact that I'm able to go to get massages or if that we have a bathtub so yeah don't exactly like, well, in- I don't neither of us do right now <laughs> but but if you have a bathtub there, there's a pri- certain privilege in, in that if you're having time to have a bath that may be a privilege mm-hmm. in and of itself um but like a massage i can I can give myself a massage I just I have the ability to be able to utilize a tool to have the need met not by myself, and it does it in a more fulfilling manner for me. But when I finally made that switch, like this isn't something I'm doing just to be nicer because I like massages. it's like this is this is physically supporting my body right a bath, maybe a bath may just be a relaxing moment. it may be a soak to. Help physically release muscles. Like it's like I,
0: I, for example, like right now. Do I need a bubble bath? No, nope. When I have been in the UK in freezing temperatures, and there's a there's a reason I spend so much time in Key West because I'm not built for the UK weather. It's good. I I hate to say it. It's true. I'm not built for the UK weather. I freeze under circumstances that everyone else is like. Are you cold? I'm like, come. Yeah, I'm freezing. I'm like shivering my little butt off. In those situations, sometimes I need a bath. Like physically, I need a bath because it's the only thing. Like you can turn the heat up in the house if I've got cold enough. Like I can have like layers upon layers, upon hoodies, upon socks, like all the things. I can even have a hot water bottle on me and it's not gonna make a difference. Like getting in the bath and submerging myself in warm water is the only thing that really makes a difference to that internal temperature. Sometimes I need a bath because uh, it's one of the ways that I get my magnesium. Like having an Epsom salts bath is one of the most effective ways to absorb me uh, magnesium, is through the skin. Um, so sometimes I need it because it's, it's giving me my body what it needs. Sometimes I might need it because, as Serena said, like my muscles are a little sore, a little tight, and actually in those moments, actually that's something I need to give it the support and the release that it needs. Different circumstances, different same person, different times. Sometimes it's a need, sometimes it's not. Sometimes it helps, sometimes it isn't. Sometimes it's an indulgence. Sometimes I'm like, oh my goodness, I just want to soak in a tub with a glass of wine and some bubbles and some candles and some music. And yes, that meets my needs, but actually that's not meeting my needs that's that's a desire because my mm-hmm. needs are already met i've met the base level needs now it's just something that i'm enjoying on top of that and that same thing can be all of those different things and probably a million other ones as well sorry I, go ahead yeah no that
1: was <laughs> I, I said my piece <laughs> i was like, okay. I'm like i got an example of this yeah i mean it really i'm it actually you know what i am going to say something because it's present and this one's a little bit of a step aside um massages the bubble baths with like muscle tension and whatnot. It even feels weird to say this, but for me sometimes getting my hair cut meets my needs. And it's not from a vanity standpoint necessarily. It's I'll get to a point where I'm like, oh I don't like the way it looks. But I'll start getting anxious about it because every time I look in the mirror for myself I'm like oh I'm not I don't really like that and it's like I'll be like well do I do I deserve a haircut can Mm -hmm. I afford a haircut then I go through all the things and sometimes it's like I'd like to not get up every morning and look in the mirror thinking I need to get a haircut if I just get it cut or cut it myself Mm -hmm. there goes
0: that and sometimes that can be like a sensory thing like like physically sensory like I can't cope with it because it's it's affecting me from a sensory standpoint
1: well and i i tend to stim with my hair right and when yeah it doesn't feel right then that affects the stimulation and then it adds another layer of Mm-mm. anxiety anxiety and wow rain. we are in
0: tropical storm mode today like, that rain is coming down
1: can't, um, can't wait to burn that hurricane flag in september <laughs> to we be done have, we have a uh on the on the island we have a flag that gets raised at the beginning of hurricane season and then we have a burning of the flag at the end of hurricane season so i didn't actually know that well,
0: i'm kind of curious like environmentally it's a really a good idea we'll, we'll find out like i'm i'm not sure where that stands it doesn't sound like it would be the most environment there, there may be better ways of getting rid of it just just something that popped into my head
1: <laughs> doesn't and, mean anything and on that note do you have anything to add to the, today's episode no
0: i think i, I think that the i think the only thing i want to leave um, uh, i want to leave you with today is to recognize that that a lot of the time self-worth we feel a little bit um, powerless to do something about it like how do we cultivate that how do we connect to that and the good thing with this is that this gives us an actual path of something we can do that is actually going to meet that need which demonstrates that we are worthy of having our needs met which actually is going to cultivate that for us and that was one of the most powerful things for me and I think that's that's where you want to leave it today so um if you don't have anything else I'm good. <laughs> uh, that's it for today. Thank you for joining us. And remember to come back for our next episode, which will be the final episode in our little self-worth series. where We'll be sharing even more about this. Um, thank you for listening. Thank you for being with us. Uh, we're sending you lots of love. And remember between now and next time to remember to keep taking care of your needs. Lots of love.
1: Bye, friends. Bye. That's it for today. If you like what you heard, please subscribe rate, and give us a written
0: review, as it will help more people find us. And remember, you don't need to feel worthy to do self-care. And just maybe, by doing some self-care, you might just start feeling more worthy. Well, shit.
1: It really is that simple.